describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. It's an interactive show, that's exactly. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Grog Talk. I'm James. I'm Dan. And we, where are we from? Oh, from, we're from the Temple of Aphrodite. Well, which, of course we are. Because I'm wearing my Paladin of Aphrodite shirt. I mean, so. James, look over there. You see that? That clearly in the distance there? Yes. When you see that, you know you're in the Palace of Aphrodite. That's right. So let's give it up. For the Palace of Aphrodite, all hail Aphrodite. I didn't think that was the music you'd be playing. Oh, yes. Well, that's, that's them clapping, but obviously... <laughs> it's both. That's the music we play for it. That's just the... That's like Muzak. That's in the background the whole time. So, we are back after... I was at a guitar show last week, so that's why I was not available. It was very fun seeing very expensive guitars, and uh, no one's commenting that there's a problem, so I'm hoping things are good. That's our standard. <laughs> Silence is acceptance. There's no complaints. It's Every, a good show. Everything must be good. Well, good morning to all. Um, just really quick, we are doing Mad Libs for those who are live today. If uh, we have put uh, the uh, we have put the things we need, so if you want to play, then uh, put that on there, and we'll we'll, we'll add you to the fun and frivolity that's going to come up. Yes, it's been extended. Or one more episode. Right, we did deep analytics, and we determined that we needed some filler. Right. And so we decided... Everything's comparative it. analysis. Right. The, exactly. the analytics suggested that that segment sucked, but it was better than most of the others. Right. It's the, it's, yeah, it's the best of the worst. So uh, with that, let's get into announcements. Uh, Grogton 23, All Hail Orcus, is coming. October. Uh, September 29th through October 1st. There you go. And where, James, where will that be? Oh, that where will that be? That'll be at the Doubletree Orlando. Oh. Located at 5780 Major Boulevard, Orlando, Florida. 32819. Uh, tickets are not available yet, but if you are a patron of Electrum Tier Hire, please email us info at grogcong.com. Come or send a patron message to say, hey, I want to come so we can buy your ticket since that is part of your privileges as a Electrum tier patron or higher. And if you have any questions, send a self-addressed stamped envelope. That's right, self-addressed stamped envelope. To James. To James. <laughs> That's right. Pair of the Grog Talk Empire at uh, 1225, I don't know, I just don't right. have an address. 
But I should, we should have a P.O. box. That, that would feel a little more legitimate. Do you mind paying for a P.O. box? Well, as long as it comes out of the patron, right? <laughs> That's right. When you say, we, do I mind paying? You right. You mean, yes. Well, use your patron money to have a P.O. box that would literally be used, what, twice a year, maybe? Well, I know. think so. Yeah, it would not be. It would be a waste of time. So um, we're hoping you all can attend and more to come as we get closer to that date. Uh, if you can't wait to play old school gaming, go out to the Grognog Guild Online, which is our Discord, and uh, which they do play-by-post and other gaming events, and they also have a meetup, which you do pay for. Just for those who don't know, the meetup, the Central Grognards Guild, is your legacy. You've continued... Are, <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Well, I'm assuming as part of your will on your Goldenrod character sheet, you are putting, setting up a trust in perpetuity to support... <laughs> The meetup, so that even after your uh, mortal, you shed your mortal coil, you will continue to support that. Which is coming soon. Will I be dead by the end of the year? This, this is no. no. It was in fall. It was. I'm going to try. It wasn't in the fecal. It was in the fecal tray. Totally. Yeah. No, no explanation point. Oh, say good. Yes. I guess I should. Clap. Wait, is that is that good or not? Yes. I should boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mixed. It's a mixed review. I'm not sure. <laughs> All sorts of noises. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, palace is wild. Right. So this would be disappointing if you were to expire this year now, because then the dice would lie. Then the dice will lie. Right. That's right. Well, if the I'm dice... going to cancel my life insurance for this year. Yeah, it's a waste of money. It's a waste of money. You should do that for everything. Am I going to have uh, something I would file a claim for on, on my home insurance? Oh. Jay. Everything, things are, every time I show up to the show, James is explaining to me what's gone wrong with this house. Yeah, it's money pit. It's literally money pit, too. No. No, I'm canceling my insurance. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes. That's, Cancel that's, the homeowner's insurance. The waste of time. Two days later, lightning hits. <laughs> totally burned down. Support Grog Talk by becoming a patron at www.patreon.com backslash Grog Talk. This month is uh, Valentine's Day, and of course, we always try to do a Valentine's Day special where we talk about things that are related to Valentine's Day and love and this and that. But this month, we're taking a little different uh, take. We have heard from many of our listeners and people, and we've also experienced the problem of unsatisfactory encounters, well, problems. You've, you've experienced it more than I have. Let's just be clear about that. Oh, because okay. you're on medication for it. Well, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring that. Oh, that we weren't supposed to talk about okay, that? Okay, moving on. Okay. Well, um, so this month uh, on Grog Talk, we try to help all in the empire who are struggling with unsatisfactory encounters. Yep, that's right, James. And so what we've done is we've reached out to our resident expert from the Temple of Aphrodite, the Lama of Love, Ludus. Ludus, welcome to the show. Well, hello, boys. <laughs> so good to be on to help you with your relationship. It's so cool to see couples seeking advice to make sure their union stays strong. Uh, we're not a couple. We're, we're, we're not? Uh, 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 no. Uh, so, so, Ludus, uh, what's going on at the temple? Oh, the parishioners are performing their morning duties. It gave me a chance to speak to you. You know how it is. You've seen one orgy. You've seen them all. Uh, 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 Ludus, uh, we know many who came feel that their encounters are long and boring, a slog. What advice do you give them? 
Oh yes, you want to help your friend with their problems. Ah, I, I get it. When an encounter goes on too long, it is because no one wants to be the loser. Everyone wants to be on top. Though some may want to be on the bottom as well, but that is for another day. Tell me, in your encounters, does either side ever give up? Well, I usually give up first just to have him stop talking. Uh, rude. Well, there's no reason for fighting to go on to the bitter end. My advice is one side should check their morale. Chasing your partners can be fun in an encounter, eh? Plus, the render brings a whole new power dynamic into a relationship. Ugh. Is he talking about morale? It takes so long to work through, it's like filling out taxes. It's almost as bad as unarmed combat. Boys, 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 with a little prep and planning, your encounters can be intense and exciting. Now, go on, get ready to roll. Show what you mean to each other. Till one side gives up, or dies. Well, thanks, Ludus, I think. I guess we're going to be talking about morale and how to help your campaign with the spicier encounters. Thanks, Ludus. Oh, that sounds, uh, you can buy that? Sounds interesting. No? <laughs> no, it's I'm not. ready to learn. Oh, morale is a nightmare. I, he said it's, it's going to spice up the encounter. Yes, it is. It's going to spice up the See, encounter. See, that's the problem. You're always that way. That's why it's a slog with you. <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong attitude, James. That's right. Well, it's attitude's everything. No, so. wrong with you? Come on, man. Let's so, do it. Yes, well, uh, and, the, and one of the things he did mention on there is... Unlike other editions of D&D, which we know very little of, it's, especially early on, it's very hard to hit. And we've had, I mean, in fact, when we started this game, when we or started the show, you had uh, Trixie, not Trixie, Pixie and Glade uh, fighting the goblin. Remember, they had missed back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and the game's going on and on. And, you know, you have these long fights where the battle's already over, but you have to you finish out because most of these people want to fight to the death. So what you're saying is, like, early on when you're low level, it's just kind of a lot of fumbling around right. and yeah. missing. You're not very experienced. Right. Got it. Got Ex- it. Exactly. So um, one of the things you can do, uh, you know, and that gives that feeling of not most fight, most creatures don't want to die. They're not hell-bent to kill themselves. I mean, you have zombies and skeletons. They will fight till destroyed. But most creatures, if they have a chance to survive and fight another day, they will. So... We are talking about morale, which is on page 67 of the DMG. And, because I went to the index. Oh, you did? Very yeah, nice. So did you go me, to the glossary? I did not go to the glossary. Let's see. You should always start. Is morale in the glossary? Let's see. Okay. And right off the bat, you think this idea of morale, is, are we seeing kind of this war gamey Yes, sort it's very war game Coming in. So morale is... No. Monty Hall is. Uh, natural 20 is. Natural, but, not, but not stinky 20. Not stinky 20. Oh, so he's he like the, uh, like, you know how you have, what, Superman? Who's the, uh, who's the... Uh, Bizarro? Yes. Bizarro. Is stinky 20 he's like the, the Bizarro? He's, he's the Bizarro of natural 20. Yes, exactly. <laughs> his, 20's yeah. upside, his 20's upside down. Uh, that's right. Uh, stinky 20. <laughs> stinky 20. <laughs> uh, all right. So on that note. It's, you know, it's also in the PHB, because as we've learned, one of the yeah. things that I've learned over four years of doing this show 
is that when in the index in the DMG, it is not in bold. It's not in bold. It's in the other book. It's in the PHB. So Which, it's also... What page is on there? 106. 106. So starting in chronological order of the player's, player's handbook being before, 106, there it is, morale. Yes. So, and what I like about morale is that it's not very long. Right. So it may be a pain to do. Yes. But it's not very long. So would you like me to read some of this? Yes, that'd be great. Okay. So we know that it's the state of mind of the troops. And what I like is the second sentence, you've already mentioned this. Stupid creatures tend to fight to the death. So do creatures with a set purpose in mind, which I think is funny because either you're stupid, stupid or, or they're stupid. Yes. You're such as that. Are you're they suggesting your fanatics are stupid about it? I mean, right. you know. Uh, That's the lawful stupid kind of thing. Correct. They call paladins lawful stupid. Right. And like it says, elite, comma, guards, comma, and fanatical creatures. So I guess it's elite creatures. Yeah. These, but no, but elite guards and fanatical creatures. Elite does not modify creatures there, right? No, so it does what, not. What is, I'm elite. You're an elite orc. I'm or, just, I'm elite. Right. right, okay. Guards, I thought this was interesting. Guards. Guards. Guards of, I assume, royalty and other powerful min, powerful monsters would fight to the death. Worthwhile guard. Right. Well, if you think about it, it's a little bit like what went down, where, you know, where, like, the first, where, where, where the police don't go into the school quickly. It's like, yeah. wait, that's what you're supposed to do. Yes. So it's like the guards that run away. That's bad. Yes. <laughs> I'm hired you to fight to the death. So do you need to know when you're a guard? You need to know that. Like, that's well, what's expected of you. Well, this is a good rabbit hole. So wait a minute. If what you can do, if you're talking about guards, you, I've seen people use, and I've used it in the past, if you go to troops... In the DMG. So let's look at... Like high, are you talking about like hirelings? Well, no, we're talking no. about troops, oh. if I remember correctly. Okay. I'm looking for it because there is... You can increase the morale of your troops so that they won't run. And I'm trying to find where that is. Oh. And so it talks about, mm-hmm. depending on the troop you have and depending on... Of course, i got to find it. Um, uh, where... It may, it, may, it may be under hirelings. So you look under hirelings. I'm looking under the actual thing. But it says if you treat – oh, yes, I think it's under hirelings. I think you're exactly right now that, now that I think about it. But it talks about how you can bolster their morale by being fair and you know, impartial, by you know, showering them with gifts and this kind of thing so that you know, the idea is that they're fanatical. Yes, I'm sorry. You're exactly right. Um, under page 37. Okay. Under space, faithful considerations. Actually, and on, on page 36 and 37. So how long they've been in your, um, you know, how long in your keep, how well you treat them. You know, so if you're just kind and invariably, you get plus 15. So the point is you've got guards. You really want to start, you want to look at this table and start doing everything on this table to increase. Right. Got it. Got because on um, the section talks about loyalty of henchmen, hirelings, and beanings and morale. So this, these are all factors besides your charisma that will help with this. Okay. So, so back to the player's handbook. We know PCs never have to check it. Right. I love this because Gary says that for each player provides this personality. So basically, you as a player are brave, foolish, cautious, or cowardly. So... And that makes total sense. Yeah. You, you lose morale because in the act, you lose morale as an actual player. Yeah, exactly. I'm out of here, right? My player runs. Uh, your character's henchmen 
we'll probably have to check morale. So too will hirelings. Now I had to go back and look at this because you know I got to be refreshed on this. Yes. My understanding from reading it again is that henchmen are loyal to you. Hirelings are hiring more. Like hirelings tend to be more like I need a tailor. Right. I'm bringing a tailor along in link, case the link boy is a hireling. Right. In case my cloak tears. Right. I mean, my gosh, you need to get that fixed during the adventure. But if 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 I rescued Stinky Twenty from being waylaid for his tooth, and he, and I was a tenth level thief, he would be my hireling. I mean, my henchman. Is if, assuming he wanted to join my party. Are henchmen the same as followers? Uh, you get, no, they're you not. You get followers, right? Like a ranger gets like a bear. Correct. Or something like that. Right? They're they, not followers. Henchmen right. are separate. So followers are just like they're groupies. Yes, because you become name level. Henchmen is like my I hire you. No, the butler's the hireling. But I hire you, but you're kind of loyal to me. That's right. You're not just showing up being like, hey, you're star. Um, they're star. Okay. They are, you know, the, it's that whole liege, you know, vassal kind of thing. It's not completely a feudal thing, but it's the idea of. You're my ward. I take care of you. Right, right. And by that, you're loyal to me. Right. And even if you're a troop, but you're hiring a bunch of them, those are hirelings. Those are right. mercenaries. If yeah. I need like 100 orcs. Right. Do you hire like 100 orcs? Of course you can. That's awesome. Okay. Go, now going back to the uh, DMG under hiring non-human troops. So you show up at like the Bone Crusher tribe. And they're like ready to kill you. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm here to recruit you, right? Yeah, I got money, right? I got money. Not on me, of course. Use of non-human troops, page 105 oh. of the DMG. I mean, I assume I probably got to be kind of evil. I mean, you want, you want, probably want yes. lawful. I don't want gnolls. Right. Oh, you want orcs, goblins. And I know it says you're supposed to let them loot, right? They expect it. They expect them looting. And, you know, you need to be, unlike human troops, you have to, A, they, they're going to fight with other troops. Mm-hmm. Mixing races, unless you're super powerful and evil, is going to be problematic. You got to look at that chart. There's a chart right. for the demi, right? right? Well, the chart for the humanoids, exactly. That's right, because you don't have problems. So you want to make sure it's the right mix. But yeah, so you could hire, you could hire like 12 orcs. Right, exactly. Okay, got it. But we digress. Okay. Powerful monsters. So the henchmen and hirelings are the ones that they'll be checking morale. Normal monsters, powerful monsters will never check morale. And even weak ones will probably not do so as long as they have leadership. Okay. So when you require your henchmen, or, see, what I thought was interesting too is it's not just about combat. It's also just like, hey, you like remove that trap or walk right. across that rickety bridge. Exactly. Anything that's chasm. dangerous beyond the normal thing, correct. Right. So anytime you require your henchmen or, and or hirelings to take risks, which your character is not personally taking, or when in hazardous situations with or without your character, or when faced with... A def- I love this. Or when faced with a defeated or fleeing enemy just overcome, or when given the prospect of rich loot, these are times when the campaign referee, not DM, campaign referee, will use your crime route checks. I love this. So in other words, if, if you've defeated the group of orcs and they fled, right. it sounds like your troops may lose route and they may, they may charge after them. Right. Is that what that sounds I like I believe to you? so, yeah. They break rank. And also, when there's money, they're going to be pocketing it. So a lot of this morale business is, is, is seeing if you're hiring your henchmen or doing things really they shouldn't be doing. Just in, they're not just fleeing combat. Exactly. They're stealing stuff. They're wandering off. They're going to the bar to hang, look for the succubus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, and it's all so that your 
to prevent these extra characters from just being extensions of the player. That's what you're trying to avoid as the DM with this. They're not your dog. Right. Well, even your dog. I mean, they're not, they don't follow, they're not charmed unless you charm them. Right. They don't have to literally do everything you want. Right. That's a, that would seem like a lot. Well, what I like is, and I know I'm jumping ahead a bit here, but what I like is that Gary says, there's all these modifiers, as you know. You've already pointed them out. Right. And Gary says at some point, you really don't even, after a certain point, you don't need these modifiers. You as a DM know it's a base morale 50. You know the adjustment on charisma. You can adjust based upon the situation yourself, how well they've been treated, which, you know, that's more my style. So yeah. Because that's it. Wait, I got to check. Everyone take a break. I got to check if this guy is going to Well, that's assuming any people know what we're talking about. Because if you look, so the idea is, as you said, you have to check. You, you have decided as the DM during an encounter or some scenario that you should check morale for these henchmen or hirelings. And while that would seem to be simple, there is, you have to calculate the score. Well, you don't. In theory. You don't have. It, it seems to me it's a guideline. Right? Right. But that's right. You start with the 50%, and then you... Where does Gary say you don't have to use this? Yeah, sure. I think it's right at the very end, after you've read all of it, I believe. Let me see. Uh, oh, yes. Okay. Page 37. Page 67? Oh, there. Yeah, page 37 uh, at the bottom, at the very bottom, in the parentheses. Mm -hmm. If you are certain of your DM ability, oh. most of these factors should be apparent without actually checking them out simply by empathizing with the character or group in question and having them act accordingly. Until you're absolutely certain, however, it is urged that you use these tables. Now, let's read that again. Is he saying you don't, you're not even rolling? If you are certain of your DM ability, that's number one. Right. Most of these factors should be apparent without actually checking them out, simply by empathizing with the character or group in question and having them act accordingly. What confuses me, though, is that having them act accordingly. First, he seems to be suggesting you don't have to use the factors. You can know the plus minus on your own. Right. Then he says that you have them act accordingly. Do you read that to suggest that Gary is saying you would just know if the guy would run or steal loot? Or yes. is he still saying you should roll? And just the fact you can adjust it based upon eyeballing the situation. If that well, makes sense. I think what he's saying is exactly what you said, which is that if you are certain, back again to that certainty, that you know this guy or gal, this is what they would do. Just like if you were playing your player. Right. You, and the infamous, well, I wouldn't do this. This is my character. My character would not do that kind of thing. Then you can interject with that. Because you're basically playing, you're playing the NPC. I mean, obviously right. hiring a henchman is an NPC. The DM plays that person. That's right. And if the DM... If the DM wants to decide that the guy steals stuff, then he can do it. You know, so I like and dislike this. So let me explain why. Sure. I mean by that is, and maybe this is because I am not confident in my DM ability. Because if you're confident in your DM ability, you're like, the guy's like, well, where's, what happened to that gemstone? And then they like, the henchman's disappeared. First you're like, where's that big gem? Or where's the, where's the mithril? Exactly. What happened to the mithril? And then like, what do you mean, where's your mithril? Where's Stinky 20? <laughs> We're missing the mithril and Stinky 20. Yeah. I told you not to hire a henchman called Stinky 20. And so the DM's like, yeah, he's gone. And then the players are like, boo, DM, you stink, right? They're angry at you because you made that call. Right. Whereas the chart gives you some back. You're like, hey, the dice don't lie. I rolled it, right? You're back behind there rolling stuff, right? Mm -hmm. 
And so is this chart a bit of protection for the DM that does not have confidence in their ability? Well, that's one way of doing it. And I think that is, um, that is the case for using the dice. I think the opposite, the case of using it is the priest of a Greek, one of the Greek priests are not allowed to ride on horses. Oh, right. And I'm a priest, I'm I'm a priest of Aphrodite and the, the, Player who's the who's has the henchman says, yeah, he's getting on my horse and we're running. Yeah. No, I that's I am not going to do that now. Right. But if you roll it and somehow miraculously it comes up, he would do something that's contrary to his nature. Right. Which should not happen. It's so antithetical to him. You, right. You don't need to roll that. Right. I'm using that as an well, example. Well, you wonder if the numbers those modifiers would actually indicate that that's not going to happen. Uh, well, I'm sure. Um, you know, again, you, you, this is the loyalty thing. Uh, you know, when you're doing the loyalty, base loyalty, this is what this factors into. And again, if you get greater than zero, zero, you do fanatical with uncertain. With, so using that example, let's say you have a, a paladin of Aphrodite's 18 charisma. So he's got plus 35 modifiers, base is 50. And he's lawful good, and he treats him well, and does all these other things. I'm just being facetious here. He, that person could be fanatical, but then to do something that would be against them because they are, you know, against their deity, even though they're loyal. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the scenario live that would make sense. But basically what's saying basically. him greater than zero, zero, would unquestionably lay down his life without hesitation. Well, that sounds to me that could be potentially... This chart says they would do it automatically. They basically become automatons, and that's where I would say that's not the case. You become the master, not the deity. That's right. my point. Right, right. exactly. And, all right. So I think the rest in the player's handbook is simply going to be a lead-in to the DMG because it talks about things that will affect morale. Obviously, the charisma. And so that, of course, the charisma adjustment is in the player's handbook underneath, obviously, charisma. And people don't tend to care that much about charisma usually but obviously here it's going to play a role um what was your so if you're a charisma five you're minus 20 yeah yeah that's rough so that that's the uh that's the assassin no no my the comeliness was i mine was eight yeah you're comely yeah oh that's right so you would just be minus five uh and so i think the rest of the php is basically just explaining oh back to the php yeah yeah there's not how much morale more. works and right. when to use it Right, right. The loyalty of any henchmen hirings will be influenced by, obviously, past treatment, current situation, the behavior of any of their fellows right. nearby. Your lieutenants, I love this, your lieutenants, if any, will provide a steady influence. Higher-level characters are unlikely to have poor morale unless they're faced with an obviously hopeless situation, at least for them, or low in hit points. If you treat your henchmen hirings fairly, pay them well, and give them arms and equipment, which allow them to effectively engage in combat by maximizing their protection and offensive Potential, their morale base will be good. Furthermore, if you do not require them to take risks, which your character does not take, if their mortality is not high and their master does not abandon them to their fate, as long as another course is possible, the troops will be likely to be firm in the face of any, uh, nearly any threat. Lack of action, setbacks, and similar things reduce morale. So if you're sitting around and everyone's like, oh, I don't know, what are you going to do? Oh, let's do this. That's not good. They, they, that's what they... Right. Hirelings were saying, the henchmen, like, yeah. that's not good. The, our leader doesn't know what they're doing, that's not good. Good, right. And so then you've got all these different... Which is still on page 36. 
I've got a question for you because I was a little bit. Okay, so we know that the I'm starting on page 36. We know this that, is for lo- this is for henchmen and hirelings their loyalty score, obedience and morale. Oh, right, right. So this is not for monsters because we'll have Correct. a separate one for monsters. That's right. So this, this is you have henchmen and hirelings. You want to figure out their base loyalty. So you start with fifty percent plus the charisma adjustment of the person who hired them. So this is, so does this include the? T- I'm like to the tailor mend this. No, I don't think so. In theory, I'll do it later. <laughs> I'll do it later. It does, yeah. Well, none. They're going to actively try to kill you. So. Good work. So you could do this as like an employee. You should use this at work. Right. For like employee well, that's what someone said. It's just like employees. Exactly. This is, this is like your employee. This is like your, it's like your evaluation. Of like. Well, and if you look at base loyalty is 50%, which is fair. We'll support cause if no great risk are involved. Hence your statement of men the thing. Okay, I'll do that because it's fair. Uh, whereas if you, like in my case with my eight charisma, that means his loyalty is 45. We'll seek own advantage at first sign of weakness. Okay, so let's back up to this because I think you hit on something, which confused me for my first time reading this, I was a little confused. I know that the base loyalty rate is 50%, plus or minus the charisma adjustment. Right. And we know that this is generally going to matter because there's going to be a die roll in these situations. And if it is obviously equal or under, that means they are, they, they're loyal. Right. Higher, you fail, they, they don't. Now, the next chart, which talks about adjusted loyalty score, this is giving, it sounds to me, like just a, this is not like a number of fail or what you Correct. roll. This is just giving a general description of their, of their loyalty. Right. Got it. So less than one. Okay, so how could you have an adjusted loyalty? Oh, so does it, oh, so it's going to. Factor all those in, and that's your loyalty It's going to ebb and flow? Yes. You have to check it every day. No, you have to check it regularly. So to get less than 50, you would have to be, your your associate has been captured or enlisted. Okay. Let's, okay. That's minus 15. So hang on. I want to hire a, so I'm going to hire a a hireling. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's, uh, okay. So let's say, let's say you don't hire a hireling. You want to make this the worst thing ever? You would you would not pay a untrained associate for less than a month, not care about them, and treat them heartlessly. Okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do worst boss ever. Okay, best boss ever. Okay, best. So let's start with the worst boss. So I'm basically I'm a half orc. Right. So my so charisma is like minus whatever. Or yeah, all right. Or so my charisma is a three. Three, right? So I'm a half orc assassin. Yes. And I need help. I need some. I want someone. Over. I want to get a tailor. What's your resume? I come along on this adventure. Right. Have our assassin. Right. So I have a What's three. What's the maximum, minimum, maximum of a henchman? You can have one henchman. I can have one henchman. But this is a hireling. We're hiring a tailor at this point. I'm hiring. I'm the half orc. I want to bring assassin. Right. I, I have like, to be because I have a three charisma. Right. Link boy. Let's do a link boy. I want someone to carry light for me, even though I don't. You know, yeah, like poison holder. Yeah, poison holder. Well, you know the worst boss ever. He's got to do something terrible. Yeah, yeah, he's like carries the poison. Yeah, gong farmer. He's holding poop in for a smoldering dung. If you do, maybe he's a cleric assassin. Okay, let's terrible look, Christmas. All right, let's look at the hirelings. What's the worst hireling? What hireling would you not want to be? Worst, worst hireling? Yes, yeah, so like you're like, okay, I don't want to be. They don't have really terrible ones in here, which is unfortunate. Because <laughs> in uh, other things, Gong Farmer right. is, you know, that kind of the. I guess the worst one. Well, would... you go to standard hirelings. Um, let's see. What's a slinger? Trained from youth. They're really, they wear leather. What is this? We're on page 28. Oh, I sling stuff. Yeah, it's a slinger. Then you're on expert ones. Go to standard hirelings, page 28. 
Oh yeah, just a standard. All right. Oh yeah, here we go. This now we're talking exactly. Talking to, now we're the day laborers. Right, Link okay. Boys. That's the Link Boy Pack Handler. Oh, a porter. Yeah, porter. Or I just va- carrying stuff. Valet Lackey. Oh, where's oh, what is about? This actually subsumes the various forms of body servants. All right, yes, I'm a lackey. You're a lackey. I need a lackey. You need a lackey. Exactly. So I'm like Dan the lackey. So I'm like a first level, right? Half orc assassin, right? And I want to hire a lackey, right? Sneaky twenty the lackey. Okay. Which so, costs three silver pieces a day. Okay. Easy. You just assassinated someone. You got 100 gold pieces. You, feel, you assassinated uh, yeah. Stinky 20. You got your 100 gold pieces. I need a lackey. You got, yes, literally, you have a lackey. Okay. Yep. So, um, so right off the bat, we're at, so we're at 50. You, keep the, you do the math here. We're at yep. minus 30 because of my charisma. Right, so you're at 20. Already it's like going to get hard for you to... Yeah, disloyal. Always seek own advantage regardless of circumstances. And it's good. it could get worse. That's oh, just it's going to get a lot that's worse. That's just where we're starting. Right. Right? That's, that's your baseline. Exactly. On an average day, you are disloyal. Yes. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. So like, right off the bat... Right. Why am I even hiring any? I should like risk like throwing money away. Right. Well, you're, you're not that smart probably either. You shouldn't be... You shouldn't... How bad do you need the money to accept this job? It's like a, it's like the half orc assassin three charisma. You're like, I guess you're just like, I'll steal stuff. Right. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna list these guys a moron. <laughs> I'm gonna take his money. Okay. Now, associates. So enlistment or association. Oh, so if you are a, if you are, oh, the henchman. You're associated non-player character. Oh, I'm just. Or slave. Oh, you can't. Oh, I'm your slave. Right. So yeah, yeah, you're gonna be. I my killed slave. your family and I've captured you. You're gonna be my lackey. My lackey slave. Right. So we're at minus ten. You're at minus ten. Right. Right now. Now I want to kill you. <laughs> I really do. I've known you less than a month. It's minus five. So. Oh my god! So it's five years. Like we'd actually like. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for that dude. Yeah. Well, it's that's Stockholm syndrome. But at five, minus one month, so I've just captured you. So, so what minus thirty-five, minus sixty-five. We're at minus fifteen. And I was an untrained... Oh, you grabbed me. I was an untrained peasant. Right. Minus, untrained or peasant. Minus 40. So you just like, yeah, so you just like stole me. Right. I'm like some kid. Yeah. Child labor. And you just, you stole Pay me. Pay none. Minus 60. You enslaved me. Yeah. Oh, that goes with slaves. Oh, that seems like doubling up. And we're minus yeah, 60. Um, yep. Discipline. So does this mean the amount of discipline you're giving to me? Yes. Now, wait a second. Wouldn't you be, wouldn't you be firm? You wouldn't be firm and fair. Firm and harsh. Don't you think you'd be? Because you're like law. You're probably lawful, aren't you? Or are you lax? No, you're just a to- No, you're lax. So you're chaotic yeah, evil. Right. I don't care. It'd be w- random. Yeah. So all right. Because there's the discipline none. is none. So that'd be minus ten, and then general treatment, har- inhuman and heartless, is minus twenty five. Right. So, so we're now at minus eighty five or ninety five. <laughs> yep. Okay. Do I uh, do I hate? Uh, oh, ra- racial? Bra- yeah. Well, well, oh, oh. Well, you're human. Yeah. Well, wait. Does anybody hate half orcs? Is there hatred? Oh yeah. There's plenty of hatred. Gnomes hate them. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. We got to make this worse. Yeah. Where is this? Okay. We're in the PHB. Right? Oh yeah. There it is. We're on eighteen. Page eighteen. Um. Oh yeah. Dwarves hate half orcs, which is not often. Dealt with with a party, you know what I mean. And good news, half orcs hate dwarves, so we'll make them a dwarven link boy. Dwarven or no? No, you sure you don't want it to be a gnome? No, gnome is even better. So it's a gnome slave, right? So you add now you add another thirty-five percent to that. So they're like minus one hundred and ten at this point. Okay, your lawful uh, 
Oh, there's no. Oh, the le- Oh, you're my liege. Yeah, lawful. You're you're. Uh, I'm chaotic evil. You're lawful good. So that means it's minus thirty five. So am I hanging out with a bunch of evil dudes? And then if I'm hanging out with a bunch of evil dudes, that's even worse. Yeah, you are. You're friends. Yeah, you're yeah, part of You're right. awful, right? Okay. So what are we at? I'm chaotic evil. Uh, like, we're almost up to minus 200 at this point. You're lawful good. Right. And I'm chaotic evil. Right. So that's, that's, three, that's three places removed, right? Yep. And I've, with the associated group. Right. right that whole bunch group of chaotic group. evil. Yep. So we're at, where are we at? Over two, almost 200 minus at this point. I gave up counting. Right. The alignment of your leash is your chaotic evil. That's the worst. Yep. Right. Special considerations. I killed people. In front of me. Yep. That's minus 40. You, but before you killed them, you tortured them, right, yep. in front of others. You do all this stuff all the time. You're reputed to have done it as well. You are forsworn or oath breaker. Oh, yeah, yeah, you deserted like the, the, the army. Yep. You deserted the orc army. And you break, right, you remember to have tortured faithful henchmen. You dis you fired them without cause too. That's only five percent. You're doing terrible on the uh, yeah on the score. Yeah, you're supervising. Be like, you're terrible. <laughs> you're a terrible supervisor. HR is not happy with you. So this gnome la- lackey is literally looking for any chance to kill me and or what's ha- escape. And what's happening? You know what's happening right now in this? Uh, you know what situation's happening right now? Uh huh. Yeah, we are surrounded and outnumbered. Right. So oh, minus, it's minus twenty-five. So you're telling me to fight. Yeah. So we're surrounded and outnumbered. And I'm like, really? Well, left alone in possible danger, deserts. Ordered to perform heroic act, refuses. Ordered in combat, with runs away. You'd run away. That's what you'd do. <laughs> yeah. This is... Offered surrender, you'd surrender. Surrounded by a superior <laughs> foe, you'd surrender. I, that's it. I'll, I'll work for you guys. <laughs> take me, please. <laughs> I beg you. It's a, it can't be any worse. You're, yeah, you're surrounded by like, yeah, whatever, right? A bunch of goblins or something. Take me, please. <laughs> I beg be, you. <laughs> I bet you naturally hate goblins. Nope. Can't be worse than this guy. So now here's the good news. Mm-hmm. You're surrounded, in, but now you work for somebody nicer, right? Yes, right. So now you have the, the paladin. The 18. Paladin, right. A paladin of Aphrodite. That's right. Ooh, that's going to be good. Wow. You work for me. That's quite a change. So that's right. And Yeah, all right. So Now you're a lawful good link boy. So the charisma is plus 40. Yeah. So, so right off the bat. 90. Loyal. And we're going to get this higher. So you, I, I am. You're a henchman. Oh, so you. Oh, okay. So you're taking me on, like not just for like, oh, right. You're a link boy now, but you're going to be. I'm going to make you a paladin. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, Unearth Arcana. That's that's right. Known paladin. Known paladin. Is it true? That's right. Oh, many many points for Unearth Arcana. Okay. Um, It's been five years, and you've been so good to me. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Gnomes, gnomes can't be paladins, can they? In you, no, they can't be. Thank God. They, Only half elves. The book draws elves, elves, half elves, and elves can. It actually like drew a line. Yeah. Okay, so no, only, only, there's only one line that was crossed. It was by Dan, the DM, who allowed dwarven paladins. I did. It's true. I did. I, I regretted that. So, uh, oh, look, guards are plus thirty. Right. So if you're and, hench- uh, and or henchmen, officers, yes, or major officials. So it's henchmen, so I'm plus 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, so just having a henchman is really nice because it gets a big boost. Right, because you're paying. They're in a contract. You're paying them. And, and, and part of being a henchman is that the understanding is like when my, my, well, I get a plus two sword and I already have a plus three sword, I would give you the plus two sword. There it is. Exceptional bonuses and gift items. 
typical magic items if entry is concerned. So you give him, yeah, so for Christmas, it's like, oh, it's a potion of invisibility. Right. It's so sweet, right? Or, oh, a tooth to, to replace this missing tooth. And you're obviously, look, you're lawful good. So you're going to be firm and fair, don't you think? Oh, as a paladin, I hope so. Yes, you're firm and fair. And your general treatment is you're just, kind, and invariable. We have a preferred, so it's human to human, which I, oh, no, it's not. It's gnome to human. Oh, it's going to be the only mix-up here. What's gnome to human? Not preferred. God, it sounds so dirty when you say that. Does it? It does. Um, Gnome to human, it's going to be, is neutral. It's neutral. So that's the yeah. only thing. Yeah, you're not well, a gnome. You can't knock it out of the park everywhere. You can. I mean, you're probably over around 200 anyway. And lawful good. You see, lawful good is the best modifier. See, I think this is, I think these modifiers explain, like, how good the alignments are in general. Like, lawful good is like, you would want, you would want a society of lawful good. You wouldn't want chaotic as lo- evil. Well, as long as you... As long as you are a lawful good person. If you're not, you don't follow that, then it's oppressive. That's the whole point. Ah, and isn't that interesting? Lawful neutral is higher than neutral good. Yes. Because you, you know, it's an employee. You just want to know the rules. Right. Even lawful evil is number th- So if you took this as basically guidance for what is the best society, <laughs> lawful evil, so people would rather work. So you, what kind of boss would you rather work for? A lawful evil boss or a neutral good? And word came back. We got the results. More people would rather work for lawful evil than neutral good. Don't you find that interesting? Well, yeah. I mean, because you know what you're getting into. People like to know, like a work. What am I, what am, what am right. I going to be evaluated on? These rules are evil. Right. Like I got to have every receipt for every Coke I drank to get reimbursement or whatever, right? But I at least it. I know the rule. But at least I know the rule. It's not... I hand in the paperwork, I get $5,000, and next time I get nothing. I wasn't sure. Right. Or I get fired because I handed in some. Right, because your definition of good and my definition of good might be different. I don't know what you think is good, but I know the rules. You know, James, this is a total vindication of me. Don't you know this? I've always said, right, lawful is a total vindication of me. Yes. Lawful is more important. Chaotic good. For this kind of contract, right. But for individual freedom, it's terrible. But wait a second, but... Doesn't this emphasize, this emphasize the kind of society we would want? The lawful people would want it. No. Well, uh, well no. Even, even a chaotic good person would rather work. Well, okay, I understand. So you're going to have alignment places removed. Yeah, and there will be a negative to that. But if it wasn't for that, if you were new, okay, you're neutral. If you're neutral, Still. you would rather have lawful evil than, than you would have chaotic good. In a hiring relationship, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But in a general worldview, I mean, that's like our society today. There are people who benefit from our society, but they still have problems with it, and they don't like it. Yeah, but it's interactions with everybody. You Don't you want lawful people? I don't want chaotic people. I, I want people that are following the rules. It, it, you affect me if you don't follow Because what happens? James, I can't help but interact with you. When I come up there, and you know what? Mm-hmm. You're chaotic good, and I don't know, or you're chaotic neutral. You know what I don't like about you? The lawful evil guy does not park his donkey in the disability stall. Does he? No, because he's lawful. 
he's lawful. He's evil, but he's lawful. What the he chaotic did, neutrals putting in like he an murdered the crippled person and took his donkey and parked it there. Are you sure he's lawful evil? Who do lawful evil people kill? Do they just go around killing? No, wait a second. Lawful evil people, if they have the ability to bully other people, it's it's. Mm, yeah, I guess you're right. So lawful evil will murder people. So they just like rule. lawful evil creatures can order as a means by which each group is properly placed in the cosmos from lowest to highest, strongest. Good is seen as an excuse to promote the mediocrity of whole and suppress the better, more capable. While lawful evilness allows each group to structure itself and fix its place as compared to the others, serving the stronger but being served by the weaker. So the lawful evil person, you're right. He would not park his donkey. He would have the crippled person take pick him up from work every day. Excellent. Yes. He's going to be a total jerk, but within the rules. Right. He's going to bend the rules. Total loophole right. guy. Right, exactly. Total loophole guy. Right. I'm not parking there, but I'm forcing this, my employee, to come pick me up and bring and park. That's why, that's why lawfully they're never convicted. Right. You can never get them. Yeah. They're, they, they follow the rules. That's right. That's right. Only, right, right, right. So they're basically, they're like, they're not. They're like. No, I didn't pay taxes, but I. I didn't cheat. Right. Exactly. It's just loopholes. They hire. They hire the right. lawyer. I'm not evading taxes. I'm avoiding taxes, which is my God-given right to do that. In lawful. Lawful evil care should have like awesome lawyers. Right. Don't you think? They are lawyers. And you, the lawful neutral lawyers. They are lawyers. Lawful neutral lawyers are clearly going to like have lots of clients that are lawful evil. Absolutely. They're the best clients. Right. They have no qualms about it. Just they're defense attorneys. And they always pay on time. Yeah, exactly. Because they're lawful. Right. If, if, they, if they have to, they will pay. They can't find That's a right. That's right. That's why you got, oh, yeah, they're slippery. Right. You got to write a good contract. But if you do. You're good. You're good. Right. That's right. Because the really good ones are like, obviously, a devil, which is they're always looking a way to corrupt the agreement that you have. So you could have, so you could be a hireling. But if you're a lawful good hireling, you're probably not working or henchman. You're not going to work. You're going to be troubled by working for lawful evil. But you may not know that initially. Well, that's true. It's rude to ask. How would you know? You can't know that. Well, what if you're just a tailor? I mean, does a tailor have any... What's a tailor going to do? The tailor's got kids to feed. Right. They, I mean, do I care where these clothes came from? Right? No. Clothes don't say anything. Clean this bloodstain. <laughs> Clean this human bloodstain. Right. Okay. All right. It's fascinating. But, but that, but this, because it allows for this idea that, you know, even in this game, that not every group has self-sorted into their little worlds. The monsters may do that, but in human society, there would be all kinds of people. There may be a propensity for that. It's, you know, using American parlance, the red state versus blue state, even though most of the people may identify themselves as red, you know, in a red state or a purple state, a certain thing, there's going to be pockets of other people and you have to interact with them. I agree with you. And so this is the thing. But you're going to have disloyalty of that. You, so what you're saying is you may have to work for, like, a lawful evil. Right. Who hasn't worked for a lawful evil person? And I would prefer a lawful evil person than a chaotic evil person. Do you think Or that, chaotic neutral. They're both, they're just terrible. I wonder what, the, wonder what the alignment distribution is for, like, bosses and CEOs. I'm sure they're lawful evil. A lot of them. I hope there's some lawful. Okay. Lawful and cha- I'm lo- I'm sure it's a, a that and chaotic neutral uh, or lawful neutral. What was that? What's the new lyric? Uh, meet the new boss. He's just same, like the old same boss. Same old bald boss, baby. <laughs> That's right. You may not have much of a choice. Yeah. They're all like, of course, your boss. Is, my boss is lawful evil. Yeah, I joined the right, right. lawful evil. They're what all do you lawful think? evil. Yeah. So you're really hoping to get a lawful good. All right. 
Very interesting. No, or you may be, like they said here, you may be the tailor to the mob. Yes. Right? That's a lawful evil society. Yeah. You know, everyone knows their place. They generally don't kill each other. But when there's a schism, it all has to be sorted out. Yeah. Here comes the tailor. Some could argue the feudal system is lawful evil. I mean, it's, you mm-hmm. know, that whole, what we consider now as evil acts. They didn't consider evil acts. So, but now we're really going down the rabbit hole. So it's basically lawful evil sort of like law and order, but social Darwinism. Yeah. Like the, right. The, the, and the, I mean, that's the orcs. Right. Right. The orcs, they kill, they, 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 what, they kill the right. They babies. have a society. They don't just randomly... Yeah, but and they they, they practice infanticide probably by rules, probably right. rules. It's it's a waste for the tribe. Right. Like, again, this is the perversion of the. Being, we're now going into really deep things. First of all, Grump says to do that. We we have to be strong, so we don't have time for weak people. Right. Weak orcs kill off the weak ones. But from a practical perspective, is why are we going to take care of something that's not going to serve the tribe? Right. The individual is not more important than the tribe, and feeding food is scarce. This one's not going to survive. Kill so what, off. So what you're saying is lawful evil is not a welfare state. Right. <laughs> there is welfare. no welfare state. <laughs> That's right. You're going to Grumsh. Right. <laughs> you know, it'll, uh, enjoy. And you'll just go and serve the armies, the, uh, the armies up there. The spirit orc. That's right. All right. I love it. That's great. Uh, okay. So that was, uh, yeah. And so, but, but so, I like you. I'm the gnome. You're lawful good. It's all good. And you know what? James, you know what's, what? You know how nice you are. Mm-hmm. You I raised risk- you from the dead. I resurrected. Oh, let's get there. Oh, yeah, yeah, you gave it. Okay, so what you've done is you you gave me a, ch- a choice gift or bonus. This is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Gary's basically. I think he's got to be thinking about his like insurance job and right. his boss, right? And he's writing up. He's probably laughing and like doing a score on his insurance boss, don't you think? Right, exactly. So you gave me a nice. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you. Plus five. Oh, a a, a, a conch shell. Cod piece, thank you. Well, you're Aphrodite. That's right. Oh, how did you know? Do I have to wear this? Uh, you risk life for within, risk life for, for me, obviously, yeah. within the last six, wow. Only 10%. But, yeah, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So you actually, like, yeah, I was about to be eaten by something. That second was well, about to kill me. Risk life for within last month or one year. That sound to me like... You were being fought by two orcs, and I came over and helped you. Right, correct. That's not because there's even a better term. Oh, okay, hold on. You ransomed or rescued. Oh, my God, you ransomed or rescued me. Yeah. You got captured by the orcs, and I saved you from them. So you could have a whole adventure module where the point is to, like, rescue your hireling just so you get, like, plus 15 on the morale. I assume what people do is there's a service when you hire. You go to the the staffing agency for hire halfling. uh, Henchman? Yeah. And as a bonus service, they'll kidnap him, and you can rescue him so you get extra points. You can add that to the service. Oh, that's a, a lawful evil do that. Of course. Right. Well, it's a service. Like, oh, you want to, I want to, look, I'm looking for fanatical henchmen. No problem. We have an extra service where we will kidnap them, and then you can rescue them. And they them. don't know. Right. Like, they don't realize it. Exactly. You I bust open the door. You pay it. We pay it. Yeah. With my, co- my, with my, cod co- piece. Co- <laughs> my, con- <laughs> shell, my shell cod piece. My seashell cod piece. <laughs> I'm here. Right. <laughs> Bam. Please don't rescue right. me. So <laughs> Let me be. all these things you could add as additional services to the recruitment firm so you could get super fanatical. They're groomers, basically. So 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 someone does need to write the adventure of saving like a hireling to get the ten plus ten percent. That's the whole right. that's the tournament module. Okay. So saved life directly or personally. Oh I see. That is risked life. 
not saved. Right. They just rest. They didn't save me. I say myself. That, that is saved life directly or personally. Used and diminishes his or her own magic to benefit the NPC. Oh, using spells for them. That's very yeah. So that's even more important than saving them directly, which doesn't make any sense. That's so so, so basically, Cure Light Wounds is, is clerics are going to have like super loyal people. That's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And wait. And how often do you, wait, when do these recharge? These have to fall off the table at some point. I assume that, uh, yeah, it doesn't say that one falls off yet. Okay, and then you return the henchman or hireling. Now, note, look at the note when we get to it. Yes, raised, dead, or resurrected. That's a biggie. Plus 50. Wow. Note, apply only one penalty and one bonus maximum, whichever either category is high. Oh, okay. Yeah, so when these special considerations, you can do one or the other. I mean, one bonus and one penalty of the maximum. Oh, I see. Whatever the best one is. Oh, so whatever the best one is, is it stays. Uh, in each one. So if I resurrected you but killed another henchman, I would be plus 10 total. Oh, wait, apply only one penalty. Oh, and one bonus. I got you. The best and the worst. Well, that makes sense. Right. There's a little stuff after that. Is like, yeah, like I killed your best friend, and then I killed you, and then I raised you back. Yeah, I mean, once you raise me, you're not like when you give me like a little gift. Right. Potion for Christmas. Right. Yeah, yeah. So these are not cumulative. Right. Okay. In this case. Got but, it. And then fortunately now, our situation is you are you are present. I'm, uh, I'm present. Insight. And alive. And alive. Plus 15. Okay. And then all these have applied, you just, and then you roll. So, okay. So in this case, my loyalty would be 100 and something. So now we're in combat. Okay. So you spent, you know. Every day you're checking this or every whatever. And now you're you got the So this is a DM. I got the alignment graph. Right. I got the morale Performance graph. reviews for each, ploy, for each character. Oh, boy. And now you're doing this. Okay. All right. So now it's on to combat. Okay. So unlike the rest of the creatures, their base morale is their loyalty score. That's why that you have to figure that out. And that's a big deal because you don't want them running. Now, really, a hireling should not be. In, but I guess a hireling. Well, a hireling could be. I mean, oh, is it all hands on deck? So I'm the link boy. And combat ensues. Right. Am I expected to? You're not expected to fight, but you may run and take the light with you. What are, should I fight? If it, what if it's getting close, though? Well, if, if I assume you're going to defend yourself. If it comes, yeah. When we've had situations, when we've had a link boy, you know, the link boy has been killed because, you know, we try to surround him. But sometimes the creatures get in and then yeah. they take out the link boy. Right. And right. And the other hirelings see that and their morale decreases. Or, yeah, or, or they see 50 orcs. Coming, and uh, they may run away pretty quickly. So you really, when that happens, you if you want to keep your morale score high, bonus, you need to like make sure that your your hireling is protected. You mean like, hey, get over here, hide right. behind this. Right. Don't just be like, well, that's his problem, right? No. If you if you want them to stay, you're going to have to protect them. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right. So now, we're so on page sixty-seven. Now we're on page sixty-seven. This of- is during combat. Correct. So combat is broken out, and I am a I'm the link boy. I uh, I understand. I'm not going to be fighting. So now there's a lot of morale checks here, right? So this is for is this this is each individual henchman or hireling? Yes. Correct. All right. So and and how often we check is is based upon the situation faced by an obviously superior force. When one force is hitting twice as often as the other, check each round. When 25 percent of the party is eliminated or slain, or the individual taking this much personal wound damage, uh, you are going to check at plus 5%. Oh, so when that happens, when once 25% of the party is eliminated, everyone, all the NPCs check right. at plus 5%. So this is obviously, so wait, so ch- 
Check at 5%. Oh, that means we add 5% to the roll because that is bad. That's right. Leaders unconscious. Oh, this is interesting. Should there be, should you require parties to identify a leader of the party? If you have hirelings or henchmen, it's like, who do they look at as the leader? Well, the henchman would out? have the leader. The leader is the person who hired them. The liege. Yes. Okay, I got it. Okay. Now, again, this is generic. Right. This is for the orcs. The Troops. Yeah. I got it. You're right. You're right. So that would be your liege is unconscious. Right. Got it. 50% plus of the parties eliminated slain. You check again at plus 50%, and then your liege is slain or deserts. Yeah. yeah, I would hope. Yeah, I'm going with him. Why would you stay? Well, and that's, that is why for me... When I'm playing, I always, you know, I learned this from the gold box games, to take out the leader as soon as possible. If you're overwhelmed by creatures, yes. take the leader out. Excellent point. That's right. And try not to get hit too much. Would you do, well, for, for monsters, well, we'll talk about monsters in a second. And then there's other mer- modifiers for each enemy deserting, each enemy slain, Inflicting casualties without receiving any. Each so that's where it becomes problematic. So you got, you you're trying you got you have fifty orcs attacking the party, and they're fifth level, right? First round, none of the humans get killed. The party gets killed. Now two or three or four orcs are dead. So clearly, that's you should start checking for morale at that point. So you have to figure out the fifty percent. Then you have to start saying, okay, each enemy deserting or slain minus ten. So if they've had five dead, that's minus fifty. So you're, and you're at monsters, comma, intelligent, where it says right. it's a 50%, just like it is. So it's the same as the henchman hireling base. Correct. Right? Oh, and then you get plus 5% for each hit die above one. But right. so, yeah, for orcs, that's nothing. Plus 1% hit point above any hit dice. So if you're 6 plus 3 hit dice, you would be, you get 30, um, you get 28%. Say that again, I'm sorry. So if you're a troll... Your, oh, hit points, your yes. hit dice is 6 plus 3. Yeah. So anything above 1, right. 6 hit dice would be 5, is 25%, and then the 3 would get you 3 more. But it doesn't go below. Like goblins are minus 1. They're 1 to 7. I guess it doesn't go below yeah, that. Yeah, you get 0. Okay. So then um, it's stated above for henchmen. We know how to do henchmen. That's kind of be you got to go back to that chart and do all that business. Right. Plus this, are these modifiers? Yes, you add those modifiers. To so the ones on page 36 for henchmen and hirelings, do you do 36 and 37 page, that page and this one? No, well, let's look back at 36. Um, I would say for henchmen and hirelings, no, because they're similar to this one. They're redundant. Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. So these are four orcs, the ones on the top of 67. So, so I'm an orc. I have a base of 50% at this point. So... And then you roll, and there's morale fairs. And, and this is round one. We've never, we haven't hit the party, but the party has, has killed already three orcs. So they're clearly superior, right? And, and so I'm going to start checking next round. Wait, who are you checking for? Who's the superior? orcs. The, the, our, the party is superior to the orcs. Right. Got it. So now, so really the minute you hit, you got you to know these benchmarks, right? You got to have in your head as the DM right. when they're faced by a clear, obviously a superior force. Which could be right at the beginning. Right. Well, if, the, if it's a fifth-level party and there's 50 orcs and the, ma- the magic user cast Fireball and killed 20 of them already, that's clearly a superior force. Right. Now you know. You don't, need to wait for, you, don't, you don't need to wait for 25% of the party. Right. Or they, you, see, you see a wizard with a pointy hat. Yeah, exactly right. So they may just all scatter. Now here's the question I have because we know we roll mm-hmm. and you do the adjustments and you look at the failure amount you fail, 1 to 15 as they fall back fighting. 16 to 30, they disengage and retreat. 31 to 50 is they flee in panic. And then when they flee in panic, 
you have to apparently roll for your henchmen to hire to see if they see, run after right, they them. they chase them. Why are they doing that? Because it's medieval. Remember when they, they you, you wanted to, you would have to teach discipline to your troops not to go after them because it could yes. be a ruse. Yes. They, they may be falling back to get reinforcements. You idiots. Right, don't, go, don't chase them. They're, they're doing that on purpose. Hold the line kind of Excellent. thing. Excellent. 51% or greater, they simply surrender. So in this scenario, if I fireballed half of them, they would just surrender. Because let's say 25 of them were killed, each friend killed plus 10%. Oh, yeah. So 25 killed, I assume they're friends. Oh, yeah. Fireball take, how, you, how many are you taking? 25, let's say. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, the, it's the, over. The rest of them would just surrender. Oh, that's, so that's, okay, so that's really important to know. Yeah, that each friend killed is, yeah, that's huge. 10% for each friend. Right. It, it, taking casuals without receiving a plus 10. Each These friend does Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Well, and, and each friend deserting. So the morale gets worse and worse as people leave, the more morale. In this case, they would just surrender. I mean, because they're clearly outnumbered. They're outgunned. When a guy drops a fireball and kills half your group, you're like, oh my God, we're dead. And what's great about this is okay, all right, what's the orc's number appearing? Is it like, how? All right, we have to do this, okay? James? We're doing orcs. You're a magic user. You have a fireball, okay? Yes. Oh, you better pray. You only have, you have what, what level do you, is third level? You can be fireball? You fifth, fireball? Ball, fifth level, yeah. Fifth level because it's the third level. Yes. So you're fifth level magic user. Right. Okay? You're the magic user. This is the, you only have one fireball. Right. Because let's make this interesting. Um, orcs, 30 to 300. So how do I do that? How do I do 30? Do 300? Well, you're supposed to roll D10 30 times. You can roll D10 30 times? No, I don't want to. Well, why don't you roll uh, 10, 10 but times? But this time is this. Thir yeah, D30. That, D10 times. D30? 10 times. Okay, we'll do that. 24. You're really going to make me keep No, no, it's 24 times this. Okay. What? Oh, that's, no, we need more. 20, boo. 24, just roll 10 times. It's 23 times 2. Five. 46. All right, 46 orcs. Okay, it's still pretty low, but okay. All right, buddy. Why don't you just use the average? Okay, what's the average? 330 divided by 2. 185. Uh, okay, 185. So you're walking along. Right. And you come upon, and, and they are common. Right. You come, this is, you know what this is, James? Wednesday. It is Wednesday. This is a Wednesday. Right, you're Wednesday in, 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 in the land of the uh, unholy reaches. You're just walking along, and they're coming walking out. Yeah, 185 orcs. Now, you're nervous about this. I don't even know. So you have a fireball. So you're going to cast a fireball. Yes. And you better. So if, if, it, if it kills enough, they're just all going to freaking scatter. Right. right. All right. So there's 105. Okay. So let's go. We got to roll. The fireball damage. Okay. Well, we got to roll for distance. Well, it's in yards, so I can definitely hit wherever. Okay. So you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna cast a fireball. You see him coming. Right. You're just, you're, so you're, you're not waiting. You're oh. not going to parlay. No, All right. 180 orcs and there's six of us? No, I'm totally going to... No, no, there's one of you. Oh, there's me? Oh, you're, it's just the magic you're, user. You're, ah. you're walking your dog. I got you. You're out, you're out walking the dog. I'm not the wizard in the market. I'm the wizard out in the field somewhere. Yes. Yes, this is right. This I is, got you now. Right, you're alone. Gotcha. Because the point of all this is, you better hope they scatter. Right. <laughs> right? you got one shot. Because you're basically thinking to yourself, oh my God. I got one fireball memorized. Right. Because you can, what? So if you're fifth level, you'll you get one, one third of exactly. a spell. We can roll your other ones to see how this goes, but you better hope that they break. Right. That they don't have, 
And they may have, they probably have a leader. Right, and then you have to deal with the leader because that would be against it. But the way it's written, if they take that much damage, they should all surrender to you. Oh my God, that's right, they're not fleeing, they could surrender. They, they're gonna surrender. If, they, if that many die, they're just gonna surrender. So then you have them as like slaves? Basically, So yeah. you come home with like an orc army? You could, well, what's left of them. It <laughs> could be a lot. It could be. All right, so. So you How much? Know, I just want to roll for this, just because I, I sure. like to know. How do I roll for this? D six. Okay. All right. Is anyone surprised? Okay, that's all right. I, I'm gonna roll. I'll roll for us. So you're looking that up. So I'll roll for I you. I don't think I can be surprised because there's literally an army of you. I think you I've are heard. not surprised. Yeah. Three. You're surprised one second. Well, yeah, because you're like, what? You know? Yeah. You're like, like, oh crap! They're coming right at me. We didn't even notice you walking the right. dog in the side. Well, and you're an army, so so yeah, 150 yards away, I can shoot that at you. Yeah, we're surprised. Okay. So I'm so, shooting my fireball. Oh, hang on. We are. 40 yards away. Well, uh, 100 yards. It's, it's D6 plus 4. 80 yards away, excuse me. So 80 yards away. Yep. And we don't see you. Right. You see us. Right. Dice don't lie. Right. And 185 of us. And so what are you... Uh, hang uh, on. We need to know what tribe probably. this is. <laughs> Hold on. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tribes. Hold on. Oh, that's right. You get, of the ones in the Moss Man. Correct. Well, there's only one. Uh, we are the Rotting Eye tribe. So you oh. see, like, Rotting Eye... Yeah, on the shields. Right. Right, we're the rotting eye. Like, oh, crap, the rotting eye. Not the rotting eye. Dude. Oh, them again. They're always oh, rotting. What a waste. It's okay. Nice. Okay, all right. So uh, you cast your fireball. This is why, you sh yeah, I cast my fireball. It automatically hits, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's every save or half damage. Save right? or half. Okay, but well, what's the matter with the half? I mean. Well, it's, it depends how crappy I roll. Because it's only 5d6. So. Because of your level. Yes. Or no, or just in general. No, because of my level. Got it. Okay, 5d6. Five. Well, that was a good roll for me. Four, nine, fourteen. Oh, these are great rolls. Uh, Fifteen, sixteen. Okay. So good news. I rolled sixteen. What's the maximum hit points they can have? Is that per? Is that per person? Per person. Uh, in the radius. In the radius. Correct. They are hit dice one. Right. So the maximum hit points is what? Is eight. Right. Oh, and the half is eight. So it's going to kill them. Yeah. So if they save get hit, and or die. Whoever gets hit is dead. Right. Right. So now we're burning out. Yeah, they're literally, they just exploded. So the radius is a 40-foot radius. Bacon. It's bacon, bacon pigs. Making bacon pigs in a blanket. Oh, this is terrible. Right. What, are those, what did they do to you? They were the part of the riding eye. They should have pronounced, they should have put the uh, puppies on there or something. They're lawful, man. They weren't going to do anything to you. Maybe I'm chaotic evil. You probably are. Chaotic good. Oh, I'm cat it good. All right. So, yeah. So, now you just have to determine how many of them were in the fireball blast. So, yeah. What's, yeah. So, what is the, the area effect? The area effect is a 20-foot radius sphere. It's 40-foot diameter. Oh, that's going to be a lot. I mean, let me a dive. How many, roughly, do you think? I would say at least, uh, how many did we say are there? Yeah. So, what do you think the average would be? And then we'll figure out something to roll. There's 185. There were 185. I would say, assuming I was smart enough to hit it in the middle. The group that's kind of right? Not the one dude. Right. They're, they're in some kind of order. They're marching. When there's a whip, there's a way kind of. Oh, they're order. marching, yeah. Yeah, they're marching. I, I, so, I, I, uh, that would be 40 feet, would be, assuming they're in order, five feet, there'd be eight. Eight, and then two sevens, and the two sixes, right? Because you have eight, the diameter, assuming that each orc is five foot, takes up five foot length. Should we got the miniatures? So, yeah, we should, that's what we would do. Eight, then two sevens, then two sixes, then two fives, then two fours, two threes, two ones, because it's a circle, right? Tyler can tell us. Go over Yeah, I, he, he should be working on it. So Carry the one. Uh, yeah, so I would just, I would say roughly eight, and 14 is 22, and 22, 34, 
34, 44, 52, 58, about 60 of them. Wow. Oh, my. If they were marching and yeah. they were in, you know, like a lot, not in a straight line, but they were like in a group like this, there was, if there was a group that were eight across, I would get 60 of them. Okay. So are they in a group across? Because it could be a road. They could be. Right, they could be, yeah. Are they, are they just in a big group, like James said? Yes, but it's not as many as you thought. Right. It's minus, hang on, I'll tell you how many. It's minus 12. Okay, so 48. 48. So, yeah. so um, a little less than a third are getting wiped out. Got it. Okay. So 40. Oh, yeah, they're just gone. They're dead. They're just exploded. Oh, they, they're surrendering. Yes. It's over. We don't even have to roll. It's 10%, right? That's minus. The way this is written. We're adding. We're adding to our percentile right. roll 480. Assuming they're all friends. And I assume they meant friends in the more generic sense that it literally isn't Bob that died. It's. Right. Maybe you don't like all these orcs. Oh, yeah, maybe. That's right. Maybe orcs should be lower. It's like plus 1%. Whatever. <laughs> He's not my friend. I don't like him. I barely have, barely join. Exactly. He's an associate. Oh, well, wait a second. Okay, stop. Time out, sir. Mm-hmm. This is a big move because you always said you went for the leader. Because right. if there's a strong leader in the player's handbook, doesn't it say you don't check morale? I think it says if you hang on, let's see what it says. Well, the player's handbook does not get supersede the DMG. I understand that, but the, but if, this, if the DMG is silent on the matter, well, I don't think the DMG is silent on the matter. Oh, because it says each leader present. Where's the morale? Under morale. I mean, where's where is there going to be a leader modifier on the monsters? Because on page where are we at on? Yeah, it says leader slain or deserts. That's that's part of the modifier, but it's. But what about leader still there? It doesn't, well, we don't know plus? if the leader still there. I'm blow, if I see a leader, I'm blowing him up. Well, okay. So you need to figure out what the leader's hit dice is. Okay, but we need to talk about this. Hold on. Hold on. Because you, you needed to have gotten the leader, which means you need to identify the leader. I'm assuming he's the one on the biggest horse or the biggest creature. He was probably up front, I yes. think. Oh, oh, but could that be like a decoy? Could the be. The decoy leader. Because morale, I know I'm in the, I'm in, I know I'm in the lowly... Player handbook to be superseded, maybe. That's the question. This says morale pro okay. Stupid creatures tend to fight. Okay, that's not them. They're not that they're somewhat stupid. intelligent. Yeah, they're not stupid like that. Right. So do creatures with set purpose in mind. Elite guards. Oh, so guards? Guards. Guards may not surrender. They might not. Um, your your character will never have to. Some are brave. Okay, hold on. Powerful monsters will never check morale, and even weak ones, oh, will probably not do so as long as they have leadership. So now the question is, is there a, because, you know, that may have been led by a lawful evil oh, we don't know. fighter, right? He, that's no. his, those are his hirelings. Well, let's just, I mean, you, now you're inferring a lot more. Now that changes the dynamic. If I see a, a, you're right. a, a dark, a, a, you know, a man in dark plate mail leading them, I'm probably not casting no. a fireball. I'm <laughs> casting invisibility and running away. Is it anti-paladin? Right. No, 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 you're right, because we just, this is just a random orc encounter. Right. So, so we, you're going to have just, just whatever, right? Right. So let's look under orc. They should have a leader. If 150 or more, there will be uh, a sub-chief and 3 to 18 guards. So there was a sub-chief was with them. He's out with the sub-chief probably, right? Yes. Well, they, it they sounds like the whole damn orc tribe has come with us. <laughs> they got carts. They got slave bearers bringing up the supplies. Where's the chief? Oh, the chief. Oh, oh. So if the lair is out and about, then there's going to be, oh, there's the chief. And five, oh, and the five to thirty bodyguards. 
Well, but we don't know. This was not the lair. Right. This was well, just a would, random. But probably have a sub chief. You have 180 people going there. So the question is, what does a sub chief do? So uh, the AC four and eleven hit points. So, so we have to roll. But the question: What does he do for morale? Well, he does a lot for morale. He's the leader. If he's dead, he would. That would affect morale by putting leader slain. Would they would that would affect? And it would be at plus thirty. But so the fact that he is there, you don't see him as adding or subtracting anything. Like, why wouldn't he subtract? Like, shouldn't he be like, whoa? It's, it's assuming if I see a leader, I'm dropping the fireball on him and all I the buddies around saying. him. Right. So, he, I did, right. so you have to make a saving throw for him. Because we're not even there yet. Right. But we could get there. If he lives, we're at that question. Which Correct. Is, how does that affect whether they, whether they surrender? Absolutely. Okay. All right. All right. So, so you make a, make a saving throw for him. Because if he dies, right. it's a moot point. They're going to surrender. Correct. Thirteen. Eh. So is he probably at level two? It says he says he fights as a two hit dice, so I'd give him that. Okay. I still think he failed as a fighter. Fighter. He needs a seventeen, so he's dead. But let's go with the thing of that. If, if, since he's dead, they surrender. His they just saw his leader and all the people around him blow up like a. Oh, so he's not. Oh, so he is dead. Yes, because so he had 11 hit points. Oh, yeah, the leader's gone. Right. And there's no, then there's like, we're just some other. So I, I would think that having a leader, a leader still live would affect some, would, I would, I personally would give a modifier. Absolutely. Right, but clearly. If, if the leader's dead and just saw 30 of their people just get wiped out, they're going to surrender. Right. But if the leader survived, let's say I hit the middle of the crowd, to your point. Oh, and I, mean, I have one other point. Yes. Some will never check. So the right. question is, is there anyone, would you, with these orcs, do you think there's anyone, there's probably not anyone equivalent of a guard or anyone yeah. fanatical, right? Those, because those, these are just orcs marching. This is your standard army right. orc, right? But doesn't, doesn't he have bodyguards? He, the sub-chief, maybe. But they're all dead, too. Wonderful getting a glass of water. And, and he might. So the sub-chief, so 150 encounter, there will be a sub and three to 18 guards. There's three to 18 guards. So, but they're guarding the, oh, so the guards, oh, see, this is like you learn this in a squad leader. You need to split up your troops. Shouldn't you, the guards, the, are the guards all surrounding the sub-chief? That's a bad move, maybe. Well, if the... If the sub-chief is worried that his troops are going to kill him, then it's not a bad idea. What is he more worried about? His troops turning on him and trying to put someone else in there or a random guy walking around with a fireball? Right, right. I'm worried about someone killing me. Right. So So, you want your guards, your loyal guards around you. So, okay. So if all those guards who are just what? Probably just one. I think they're, what do they say for that? Maybe they're a little bit more. 11 hit points. So that's, that's like so one plus 11. three. Yeah, so some of them may well, have survived. they have 11 hit points. Some of them may have survived. Oh, yeah. that's really good. They don't even tell you the sub-chief's hit points, do they? I don't uh, oh, maybe I missed that. I, I thought that was the sub-chief when we were talking about it. Oh, sub-chief and 13 guards. Oh, each having 11. Oh, they're each, the sub-chief and the guards. Okay, it sounds like a sub-chief and 318 guards each have it. Right, that would be the, yeah, they'd be the same. So they have 11, right, but he failed it. So it was 16 hit points. Right. But, but... If there's three to 18 guards... Some of them would have survived. Okay. If some of them survived, here's my question for you, sir. Now we go back to some... Does it say some will never check in the PHP? Yes. Some will never check. If he's a never, that means do the guards come running out 
and attack you. Maybe. So, so, so do creatures. If you'd say they're fanatical to the tribe or some mission. Elite and guards. They're guards. Yeah. I oh, get... but their guy's dead. Right. Oh, they're not. They're, they're not. the guard of the guy. Right. And the guard's dead. The guy's dead. Oh, the so they probably, dead. it's just to guard the guy. So right. the bodyguards would continue to fight if the leader's alive. Correct. And the leader's not failed. Right. They right. fight to the death with the leader. But even the leader, but the leader himself is surrendering. Well, the leader's dead. But if right, he's but sur- if he had lived. Right. He, he probably would survive. I mean, it's, right. it's plus 400 and whatever. Right. He would probably, he would surrender. Like he's in the back and he sees 40 of his people right. just get blown up. And he does, because again, here's the metagaming we have to watch out for. What does the orc know? This orc leader. Right. He, he, he just knows, at a minimum, you had a fireball. And you walk, you're walking down the thing, right. and half my, a third of my guys are dead. And now there's this guy in a purple robe standing oh, there. Oh, yeah. You've convinced me. That. You're like the orc next. You're like, you're, like, you're like my advisor next to me, and you're explaining this. Because I'm like, let's attack, and you're explaining this to me. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You don't you know how many more fireballs he has. He doesn't have a big stat that says he has, he's a fifth level and has one fireball. And he's probably going like this, right. even if it's a ruse. right. He's, he's ready to cast again. Sleep. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's where the metagaming, unfortunately, it's a game. But that's, I, I would say they would all surrender. Well, I think there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. I don't, I don't even think it's a, you would say. I think it's, I agree with you. Right? No, the, the rules say they would all surrender. So you now have. So, well, well, they've surrendered. But now what happens, right. we, they're standing there. You're standing with them. What are you going to do with these 130? And it, right, and their morale—they've just failed morale. They've just surrendered. Right. That's all that says. Right. That doesn't mean things ain't going to change. Exactly. Now, if you if you come up and go, "Hello, you must be," you know, if you act wimpy, if your charisma's what's your charisma of the wizard? He's got a good charisma. Maybe he'll. Oh, all right, twelve. It's above average. Oh, so let's do a reaction check. They may join you. That's right. All right, I'm going to roll for reaction. Ready? Or for they that? may instantly attack later. That's right. All right. So they're there, and you've been talking, and you've been like doing your charisma business. Right. Okay. So now we're you will now join join me, or I'll I will unleash four death against you. Join or die. Right. So basically, this is this is Return of the Jedi. See now. Yeah. I'm the emperor. Right. Except I'm wearing purple robes. And the orcs are Luke Skywalker. Right. Except they're the eye maggot people, the eye ruiners, whatever they're called. Yes, the uh, rotting eye tribe. Rotting eye tribe. So you're so you're about to become a sub chief. Yeah. I've proven to them I am worthy of being their leader because I've blasted them. So it's like a splinter group, meaning that so they just didn't come back, like the rotting eye tribe. Yeah. So there's like venom ink, venom and venom ink. There's two rotting <laughs> exactly. eye tribes. Exactly. They moved on. And you're gonna have a big battle. Page two thirty eight. If you have the same version as oh, I. Oh, I so hope you get them. Don't you? Yeah. This would be great. All right, you ready for your? Re- Here's the orcs reaction roll. So on two thirty eight on the reaction. Oh look, it's got all the modifiers for morale. You're on t- which one? You're Wait, on- I was on two thirty. It doesn't have two thirty-eight. Oh, yours is different. Yours is a different edition than mine. Oh my. Okay. Yes. Your so I am looking on. Mm, keep going. Oh, you may have the chart. So the the oh. the actual encounter reactions is on page. Those are the char, those are the rip out charts that you can use, yeah. which of course you haven't done. And of course, and if you do that, they will lose they'll lose their minds. Crazy. Uh, the reaction that you're looking for is on page. Page 63. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Adjust the die score. What do we adjust this for? Oh, yeah, your charisma. 
Yeah. You don't get no adjustment though, right? You're 12, right? Reaction is determined by rolling, adjusting the sword for charisma, and applicable loyalty adjustments as if the creature were a henchman of the character speaking. That's, oh my, that's really interesting. So everything in that chart gets adjusted? In theory, that's what I just read. Like, have you been giving me gifts? Yeah. Have you treated me nice? Any intelligent creature that can be conversed with will react in some way the character is speaking. Reaction is determined by rolling a percentile, adjusting the score for charisma, and applicable loyalty adjustments as if the creature were a henchman of the character speaking. And the modified score of the percentile is compared to the table. So you now have to go back. See, I've never done this. This yeah. is very interesting. And, and you know what, sir? I think you just, just killed a bunch of my, quote, friends. Right. I think you're, I think the adjustment is not going to go well for you. Possibly. We'll have to see what this... What if the, I'm loyal... It's interesting, but you think maybe as an orc, I'd be loyal to something that's more powerful than me. I'd be like, yeah, all right. But you didn't just kill a bunch of my people. All right. So. Um, what events have happened? So we know we start with a base 50, correct? Yeah. Your charisma is a, Z, is a, a wash, so I'm still at 50. I've only known you for less than a month, right? Mm-hmm. So minus five. Are you, we going to agree on that? At yeah. 45. Enlistment or associates? Oh, well, I've been captured. I'm not a slave, really. When do you think I've been captured? You're captured. So that's minus 15. Mm-hmm. So are we down to a 30 now? Yes. Not looking good. 30. What is my training? Oh, well, I'm... Oh, look, elite sub-officers? Well, I'm trained regulars. That's a... Don't you think? I mean, at least, course. yeah. I was out there marching. Sure. Okay. I like that. Okay. I'll go with that. Um, so that's going actually back up. Yes. And that kind of makes sense, though, because they're like, yeah, he's our new boss. Yeah. We all like him. We should be with him. Right. And I've said I'm going to take care of you, so I'm going to give you stuff. But So that's 40. So we're at 40. Mm-hmm. Oh, you told, oh, you said come with me? Yeah. Pay or treasure? So let's say it is. I'm going to say above average. I'm trying to convince you guys. I can always kill you later. Okay. So we're at 40. All right. You promised me stuff. I got that. We don't know the discipline. I wouldn't say anything at this 45. point. 45. Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, you're disciplined. We don't know what you yeah, are. because you haven't done anything yet. Have you yelled? At, well, have you? It's you. Have you been, like, yelling at me? I don't, well, this group of orcs I just blew up, yeah. I, I haven't had much chance to say it. I know. It's like an hour later. Well, okay. I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm like the emperor. Join me and together. Because we'll, you've been talking. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's probably just what? Zero? Yeah, zero. So what are you up? 45, I think? Yep. General treatment. Well, it's probably just, well, you're letting me live. Right. Right? Yeah, I think it's plus 15 because I'm letting you live. We could, we could see you very just. Yeah, I would say so. All right, so what's this at now? 60. It's like funny. It's like when it's going down. It's going, it's, that, it's going that's up. why this is so painful. Exactly. All right. Oh, what's your alignment? Oh, I don't even, but I don't, don't even know. know my it. So it's a wash. I would I say it's a wash at this point. All right. Uh-oh. I'm human. I think we're neutral, so we're neutral to each other. Orcs versus humans, they're neutral. Oh, that's got to be hatred. Humans to, what are humans? To, oh, what are humans to have for? Well, maybe it is neutral. We, we don't to, know it, do we? I have to look under races of... Uh, we should do whatever human to have for is, but I'm sure it's going to be neutral. I feel like that's neutral. I definitely feel that's neutral. Because it it's... May, I mean, that would be It may not be under troops. Half Let's human. see. Well, it doesn't have the things between those things. Right. No, it doesn't. It just goes. But human, humans to half-orc tolerate. Tolerant. There you go. Tolerant. So I think you're probably... Plus zero. Zero still. Well, you're probably neutral. You're not half... It's not half-orc to Yeah, but human. it's still zero. For legion, zero. Oh, God. All right. Zero. 
Now, wait a second. This, oh, and here are situation modifiers. Oh, al- alignment of liege. We don't know. They don't know that. We don't know that yet. They exactly. Don't know that. Situation modifiers. Um, I saved them. But you just killed, like. I killed a bunch of them, but I saved them. I guess there's no modifier there. So it's just, a, what is it, just a zero? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, liege is pre. Well, this is, is this really a situation? All right. You know what I mean? A situation like I'm, I'm already. Oh, I was at special situations. I'm sorry. I was reading that I saved them, but. Oh, I'm not, I don't have special situations. I got to go back to your page. Oh, page. Yeah, page 36, 37. Yeah, I was at the chart at the back. All right. Um, special considerations. Oh, yeah. No, some of these are bad. Right, but some of these are good. Save life directly. You're alive. I didn't kill you. Oh, that's not what that means. Yes, it, I I've spared kill your, you. I've spared your life. Okay, all right, I'll buy it. So but you, I also murdered a faithful, you know, I murdered a bunch of other people. So you tor- yeah, yeah. I'd say it's minus five to overall. You give a minus five? Yeah, plus they're evil. They don't, they're, okay. they're, who cares about these other people? So what do we have, 55? So we have 55. All right, so now we go to, where's reaction chart again? Sorry. What table? What, what page? Uh, 63. Thank you. All right, are we ready? So the base is 65. Is that right? Is yeah. 60, it's, the base is 65. Okay. I'm, Fi- no, fi- I'm sorry, 55. 55. Here we go. Adjusting the score for, yeah, 55. Okay. So it's going to be pretty good, unless you roll crappy. 36. So 81. 36? Wait, so it's below. Wait, so how do we do this? Isn't it you, how many below? It says you adjust the score for charisma and applicable. You adjust the, you roll the dice, and you adjust it. So it's 55 plus 36 is 81. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. Oh, so you, oh, okay. Typically, there's no reaction. Typically, you just get zero. Oh, so with this. You actually got more. You start with 50. Right. Well, I start with 50 because we went through this loyalty and I got everything else. And you actually went up a little bit, plus five. Right. And so you actually add that. So you get to be an 86, you said? Yes. So friendly. They're they're friendly because they're terrified of me. Which makes sense. Well, they're not, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, they like a better, stronger boss. Yeah. Now, normally I don't add the 50% here. I just do a straight roll and add their charisma. But with the, with the loyalty. Right. Because of the henchman thing we're doing. Right. Notice if you're meeting a troll, they're not loyal to you. I'm not going to go through the loyalty thing. Right. But in this case, I want them to become my henchman. So you have, so you just, you successfully you broke their morale. Right. They surrendered and I said, hey, you know, tough break. You need to be part of my army now. Yes. And where did, how did we get to this role at the very end? The reaction role? Yeah. Where, does, where do they tell us? Do they tell us to do that? Any intelligent character can be conversed with, will react in some way to the character that's speaking. But where did we get, you get to add the, oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Reaction is determined by rule and percentile. Adjusting the score for charisma and applicable loyal, loyalty adjustment as if the creature were a henchman or character. That's where that was. And modified. So, and applicable loyalty adjustment. So, because you surrendered and you were mine, you flipped right. your, your status. That's, that's my, that's my, t- that's what I read. In I agree with that. That makes right. sense to me because it flipped. Because right. once you surrender, if you surrender, you're now a slave. Right. And we know that slave is a category yes. of henchmen or high. Or well, you're a prisoner. You're not a slave yet. A slave means you're a prisoner. And a prisoner is captured. You may be a slave. I, slave. In, well, I'm not paying, yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe I, I told him I'm oh, paying. Oh, that's true. You could have made. You could have made. I made a deal. I said I'm going to pay you well and food and everything else. Things are going to be good. We're going to take whatever. Uh, currently, we'll take whatever you give me. That's what right. a surrender is. Right. We'll do with this, and you're like, I'm not going to kill you. Right. And I might actually make you all hirelings. Yeah. I I'm like you. Saruman. Right. Right. So join me. We're going to go. We're going to go kill men. And so now we got to see, like, okay, what is he? So now you do the reaction roll. That's right. And you did that. Now, normally I would not add all this other crap except for the charisma because you don't want it to start with the base 50. A, 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 you don't want to calculate this. So, again, if I'm meeting a tribe of whatever, I don't want to sit here and try to figure all this out. I keep it a base zero plus you add the reaction roll. Because if you keep 50, it will ne you'll never get a negative reaction. I agree. Oh, that's very interesting. I agree. With it. it struck me that this would only flip into that plus 50 business. If there has been some sort of relationship that's right. already established, that's, I, I agree with you. That's exactly what I'm. That's what I'm finalizing. I don't want people to take this as every time there's an encounter where I don't know what the reaction of the monster is, I'm going to add the loyalty bonus, and because then there will never be an immediate attack. That would never happen because you would have at least a base fifty, unless it was so egregious. It is, yeah. It's the adjective applicable. So it says and applicable loyalty adjustment, as if the creature were a henchman right. of the character speaking. Now, that's very interesting, though, isn't it? So we don't know the answer to that for sure. Yeah. But I've not heard that. I would, well, if you do that, there'll never be a hostile reaction for someone you just randomly encounter. Yeah, but when you randomly encounter, oh, yes, I see what you're saying. The problem isn't the adjustments. The problem is starting with the base 50. Right, that's right. Yeah, that's, that is. If you start with the base 50, then the least you can get is neutral, and it will never get better. So you meet a, a, a demon, and... Oh. You can't have that. No, yeah, I think when they, they just say, Gary just says adjusting the score for charisma and applicable loyalty adjustment, I think you can make an argument that he was just saying you do the modified. Yes. You don't do the 50. I agree with that. Because you're not going to be very friendly to me if I just killed your friend. Right. So that makes sense. So if we subtract it, then we're still neutral. If we take the 50 off it. Oh, so that's, ah, but I would argue, but wait a second, I would argue once we've surrendered... Right. Now we're henchmen. Exactly. I think you do add the 50 there. Okay. Otherwise, I think you would just add the up-down. I think right. you get the 50 because we surrender to you. Right. We are now We are now basically, whatever. if you tell us we're henchmen, right. we're henchmen. Exactly. Isn't that what surrendering is? Yeah. You're, well, you're, you're, you're basically, at, you have given up, you're, you're, you've yielded, and you, you're putting yourself at the mercy of the, the, the victor. Absolutely. So I think that's why you get the 50. I, I, I like that idea because this way... And it's also better for the, whoever the victor is because the alternative is that then they're really not surrendering. They're going to fight to the death. So, right. So you really now have to figure out something to do with this. This is right. a problem. And this is where the spicy encounter may not be so spicy. And this is why I like a lot of DMs don't want to deal with morale. Even though it ends a fight, it comes up with another problem, a.k.a. the captured go goblin that the party then sets on fire or whatever else they do. So what you're saying is you might want to have, like, you just may want to go out, have a spicy encounter, make it real exciting, right. some fireball business, whatever. But then after it, you may have, you may have just bought more than you were expecting. Right. They don't leave. It's yours you, now. Right. You, you can't just you, kill it. You thought you were going to just walk away from this, but instead this thing just keeps going. Can we just, like, kill these orcs? Just abort them? You probably could, but you're going to have to figure out a way to kill 130 orcs. Am I going to have to leave to go to a different state to do that? 
Can, can I legally kill these orcs in this state? Uh, in the, I would say in the unholy reaches, I think everything <laughs> is good to go there. I'm thinking <laughs> that you can uh, do that, no problem. I don't. I, good, so I don't need to cross to I don't need like, hey, orcs, come with me to this other. Yes, and, and uh, the admiral rightly put out, they are not henchmen, because you can only have a limit of henchmen. They're hirelings. Oh. They're troops, basically. Or slaves. Or slaves. But a slave swallowing a slave is not a hireling. They're not no, hire. No, they're. But in this case, they're not henchmen. Now, potentially, right, right. let's say one of the sub people you say is a half orc. I don't know fighter. He could potentially be a henchman. Right. The, one of the sub chiefs could have been, but the orcs themselves right. can't be henchmen because there's too many. You, you there's it's impossible. To First, your charisma limit. Yes. Yeah. It hits your charisma limit. Right, but they could be hirelings and they could be slaves. Right, and they can be loyal or disloyal just like any other one. You still have to figure out that morale. Oh, my gosh. We need, this needs to be a running episode. You need to treat them well. Yeah. Because you've got a problem now. Yeah. Because, like, they're going to find out your alignment's lawful good. Yeah, <laughs> and things are going to go down. Or chaotic neutral. Because that's a, that's, a, that's a disparity there. Yeah. And, and if you're not treating them, oh, my gosh. So that's the thing in itself. Like, you've got to keep these folks happy. Right. And happy could be antithetical to what you want. Yeah, some of those like, modern, huh? you just came from the village and like, all right, boss, let's go. We were going to go burn the village. Let's go. Yeah. I'm like, no, don't burn the village. Like, boo, modifier dropping. <laughs> yeah. They're going <laughs> to, <they're gonna, laughs> you know, and then they eventually figure out, hey, wait a minute. He only casts one fireball a day. He can't cast more than one. You know, that, all that kind of comes in. That would be a fun tournament adventure where like you guys, you've got like 180 orcs. What do you do with them? Yeah. Keep them happy. And you got to keep them happy in, in, a, in a bad way. And so then that's that firm fair. Because, of course, one of them is going to be like, you're not that powerful. And you go, Pew! we got to shoot them with a magic missile. Anyone else want to? Yeah. Anyone else want to talk? Men's spell. <laughs> that's right. Oh, I just got off. I'm off my balance. I'm queasy. I just, that was, that's just just a slight thing of my power. Now, next time, it won't be the push spell, buddy. It will be, it will be uh, not light, mess, we said message, mending message. What's the other great, powerful, first-level spell? So, well, anyway, that is, yeah, so, um, this, this was very interesting. So, again, that is one way you can spice up your encounters with morale. Mm-hmm. They don't have to fight to the death. Your henchmen should not be automatons that continue to fight, and that makes the dynamic of the combat different so that uh, you, know, you can make the... It's not a, you know, a, a fait accompli every time that you know, when once the death spiral happens where one side is bigger than the other, they're eventually going to, they should break ranks. Now, again, I'm starting a, a rule cyclopedia game, and the old basic, whether it's Moldvay or Beckme... They just have a morale score. Each monster has a morale score. You roll, uh, if you roll less than it, they stay. If you roll above it, they either flee or surrender, which makes it super easy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yes. I so. do like that, which is, as we said, you know, uh, I'm, I'm starting my new uh, uh, rule cyclopedia. I'm very excited because there's a lot of differences, but there's some things I really like, and we'll see, we'll see how I like it. So with that... I think we are done for today. Let's do our roll, our D20. Uh, I'm not D20, D10. See how, how we did for this show. 10. Wow. Or a zero. It's a 10. Our best show ever. Well, no, we had an 11. We did get 11 one time. Yep. Well, thank you, sir. Uh, we got a nice compliment. 
Ah, got a 10. Thank you for so much for all the time you put into this. I've listened to, your pod, listened to podcasts, but had no idea how much time you spend on the live show. Well, thank you, sir. We really appreciate that. We, we, we uh, contrary to popular belief, we do put some effort into this. So with that said, I think we've, we've put enough time in for today. For Grog Talk, I'm James. And I'm Dan. And we'll see you next time on Grog Talk. Take care. This is Big Publishing Puppy Production.